0: This is the cat. Uh, hi, yeah, my name is Oliver Mel, and um, I've got a, a small gym just on the outskirts of Nantwich called the Wolfpack. Wolfback. And you are very much involved with kettleball? Kettlebells, yes. Kettlebells. You can call kettleballs if you want. Yes, I am. Um, I'm on the England team for them. Um, it's uh, a weird sport that's growing. Uh, fast um, but to a lot of people it's it 's still completely unknown so we we're, we're it, within the community we 're doing everything we can do to to get people into it from a development stage
1: because I think kettlebell, it, kettlebell from what I can gather, it was very popular in Russia it was yeah and then all of a sudden it's come over to this country and people are using it as another form of exercise yeah um, no one everyone's got their own kind of story about where they think it comes from because there's
0: there's arguments for ancient Greece has, has pictures of athletes training with them on, on pottery on, on clays or variants of them there's people that say that going back into the Roman army if they used to get carried it's, it's quite a versatile tool certainly scotland's got a good uh claim to to like uh, origins of kettlebells from their from their highland games um but uh, the, the biggest thing is is russian farmers um that the, they say that it was used as a weight system to weigh grain with, and that competitions would break out between the farmers over who could lift them and that's kind of the, the true origin of the, the kettlebell sport
1: because from, from what i can see with with kettlebell it is Literally, a round ball with a handle on the top. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. the
0: easiest way to describe it. It is the easiest way to describe it. And yeah.
1: unlike, say, a dumbbell or a barbell where you're lifting the weight, yes, you're more pushing through the weight with the with the kettlebell, aren't you? Yeah, man? yeah. there's
0: a momentum and a cadence to it that mm-hmm. you develop. Um, it, it hinges around um, the basic movements, which is a, a kettlebell swing, um, which is a very common thing you'll you kind of see now. That's quite popular on a billboard to a gym. It's you, quite common now to see a picture of somebody swinging a kettlebell um and then there's sort of conditioning things you can do with it squats turkish get ups windmills and and again those things in a boot camp or or a pt session would start uh, are certainly a lot more popular now Um, and then there's presses and snatches which are the real um things that get used for the sports side to it
1: and if you're putting down on paper what you could probably do as a scoring system how would that work it would depend for the event you're because we know going we, know, we know with weightlifting; it's all the case of it, whoever lifts the mo- most weight. Yes, like, and with um, various sort of weight disciplines, it's, it's very similar to whoever can throw the furthest, whoever can swing the furthest. Yeah, but with kettlebell, it's a little bit different.
0: Yeah, it is. Um, it's basically done by repetitions during a time frame, and then there's certain things where you, you you can stop or or have to set in certain positions to rest. So, so the emphasis really is on endurance rather than lifting the heaviest thing you can lift. Uh, once i mean it's very easy to put more weight on a barbell and see who can lift the most um, the kettlebells can only go so heavy and so heavy and so heavy so there's a much bigger emphasis on how many reps you can do whether it's a snatch or a half snatch or a press or a jerk press um, and they replicate olympic movements we just do it for certain time frames um, so traditionally it's a 10 minute set is the traditional what's called gs which is guy for sports um, and in that 10 minute frame you can't the bell down you can rest in certain positions but you can't put the, the kettlebell on the, on the yeah, platform you, you've on the floor. got to keep it lifted you've really. got to keep it lifted you've got to keep it in a in a, in a held position and it's literally the, the winner is the person with the most reps um we weight categorize it um to make it slightly fairer and
1: uh that's how you get your score because the discipline is very different aren't it As to go across it's how can i say it's not it's not so much like an olympic sport. But no, there are, we try, but, him. But, there, but there are tie-ins to get it into them. Yeah, yeah, we,
0: we are. Um, like, like every sport, um, the every amateur sport, the biggest. Uh, aim for us is to get into the Olympics, um, and we've got a great uh, England Canoe Association does a, a lot of great things, and we've got great relations within the kind of uh, governing bodies of, of the, the kettleball sports worldwide. And the, the best thing we've done is um, set up a grassroots league, which is getting people in because as the sport develops, and as the like politics is the wrong word for the sports, but as the sport pushes its way into the into the contention for Olympics you need to have a, a group of, of kids and adults and teenagers that are getting into the sport at the right time. Um, otherwise, we won't be able to prove the sport's got for longevity, um, which is what we're having a, a big drive to do.
1: I think it's also worth mentioning as well, if you get to the pointy end of the sport, anybody that wants to get into the sport, it's always a case of anything physical if you've not done anything physical for about the last 10 years or so you've got to work your way into it it's not just case you just turn up at the gym one day right i want to have a go at this and you start throwing throwing the weights around you've you've got to build into it to get to that sort of discipline
0: yeah most most people um through experience most people tend to have gone to kettlebell sports through what's what's been dubbed kind of hard style which is using kettlebells just for exercise so so the typical thing that used to be from of versus you you reach an age i did basketball to like a semi-high standards and i did a bit of sort of combat sports like a, a, an amateur level and i got to an age where i couldn't really keep up competitively i wasn't going to progress any further i wasn't seven foot tall i, w- I wasn't going to make it uh, anything major out of basketball and you go to like a second sport and so you've already got a bit of fitness development with it you've already got a, a baseline for it and then you find a sport that for me i could do it and i could quickly progress um and i found myself getting success with it and it It took me down that path, and most people tend to have been, um, not all of them, but most people tend to have been runners or long-distance runners or rugby players or kickboxers that that get above 25 and look for a second sport that's not going to put quite as much damage on the body as um, the the, the kind of contact sports
1: that we used to do. And a lot, I suppose, with weightlifting and going to the gym, there's a lot of impact on your body, and it's okay. it's, it's It's a good way of getting fit but there are things if you do it wrong it can where you joints yeah, out quickly you, uh, and uh, you can get hurt quickly ex-
0: anyone, I mean you can get hurt doing you can get hurt doing Pilates if you do it wrong um, but but yeah certainly there's um, common injuries kettlebell lifters can get uh, but that's going to the higher end if you've got someone who teaches you how to swing the kettlebell correctly, that's that's the main thing, um, it's, it's a dynamic movement, it's an explosive movement it's not a, a gentle movement so you need to be doing it right and you need to have the right weight for you um as, as the main
1: one but relatively speaking it's a fairly safe sport um, which, is always, which is always always positive because knowing my look i'm probably probably gonna be the first person that picks it up and drops it on the floor so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, no i've seen that, that. you would, you definitely wouldn't be the first <laughs> um people drop kettlebells all the time when you're doing it when, when i teach
0: beginners classes um and we do sort of uh, you you need to have the the correct hand technique it takes a while to get used to it so i encourage people to not be scared of letting go of the kettlebell because if you grip it too tight you tense all your muscles up and you burn out very quick and it's also when you're tense and your arms stressed, you're, you're slower with your hand movements. So you need to learn to relax with your grip. It's one of the biggest things I start doing right from the first lessons, um, I start getting people to let go. So a lot of people drop a kettlebell in the first few lessons. It doesn't. It, it, my floor is well designed for it. However, um, I did break a, a mezzanine floor in another person's gym once, encouraging people to drop the kettlebells. But I didn't have to pay for that, so that was fine. Um, but yeah, I've seen one person drop a kettlebell on their foot um uh didn't
1: do it again did yeah. do it a second time <laughs> it's one of those things you do it once <laughs> and then you' yeah learn. good good learning curve <laughs> very much so so we're back with Ollie and we've just been talking a little bit about cattleball and various activities all around what the uh, kettleball sport actually entails but uh, you're also involved with other sports if you said you've' uh, Got a part, of a part of a gym. So give us some insight into what else you do as well, the kettleball. Uh, um, at, at the gym? Yeah. Or, okay. So um, we wanted to
0: open an outdoor centre, which is a brilliant idea in this type of weather. Um, <laughs> brainwave, <laughs> yeah. What could go wrong? Um, but uh, we found a, um, a, a premises that's perfectly located. And uh, my concept of fitness has always been... Um, where i've been working or where i've been um training myself um i've always not gone for the big corporate rows and rows of tremors and and cross trainers to me it just it just didn't make sense to talk about health and then stick people into these sort of sweaty places with lots of sit-down machines and if that's what people want there's some brilliant places to go and do that around here
1: i think Um, we have spoke about this before on one of the shows where, where we said it seems that some people could open a gym they buy all the machinery they get all the equipment in there and then they, they give me a quick introductory lesson. Right, yeah. this, this is the gym. This is what we do. You've got that machine, that machine. This will, this will get this. That. And then they just left.
0: Yeah, and left I, I don't it.
1: think yeah. that's right. No. Somehow, well, um, there's some. Some if if you want that product like i say there's some great places
0: around here i mean if if you're the sort of person who wants to lift very heavy weights and use great machines go to strength asylum it's the best it's one of the best gyms in the country for for lifting we- weights uh, without a doubt and and you can you can go there and take a look for yourself if you want to go to a place that has great classes there's great places around here for that what i wanted to do was get back to what Really stuck with me as fitness, and I've I've got a forces background. Um, so when I found the space, I thought I could build an assault course, and that was one of the f- I think that was the first thing we did when we got the premises, was we we just built our assault course. Um, and even yesterday, we had gym members in the rain just. Just for a workout, turned up, did a couple of tyre flips, ran up and down the, the sprint track for a few times to get warm, and then he was off over the fence and he was on the assault course. And he just spent an hour just running around the assault course. <laughs> Came back covered in mud, uh, the little kid in him was 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 fully there, glowing, the beaming, big smile on his face, absolutely absolutely exhausted, and he had a great workout. Um, so w- we're very outdoors based. Um, the indoor aspect to our gym it, is really there to use space to use dry space Um, so it keeps the equipment from the equipment that can't be left outside it it keeps it dry and it's space to do classes we're starting a a boxing tots class um, where we've got uh, a company to come in and do that Um, we've got uh, indoor circuits class at the start in but people are just coming in just to use the space and like you said about being left to it some people want to be left to it Um, But we offer personal training, we offer gym classes, we offer group classes, and we also offer a a full induction. So if you're a complete beginner and you just want to be somewhere that's that little bit quieter, where you're not going to be intimidated by other people, um, I fully understand that. And you can have a nice corner, you can get shown how to use the kit, and you can just do what you want to do. Some people, everyone's idea of what they want to do in a gym is different. Some people want to come and relieve and some stress. Some people desperately want to train for a competition like a 5K run or something like that. A, a lot of people want to just lose weight, tone up, and
1: feel like they've done something. And if that's what you want to use the gym for, that, that, that's great. Because I think this is the, the key thing with it. A lot of people think, I'll just get fit, I'll just go to the gym. Yeah. But there's so many different workouts you can do and so many core areas of your body that can be can be harnessed. Yeah. Um, and, and and it's, it's difficult sometimes. When people are just left in a gym, I think it's a little bit... A little bit discerning if, if somebody say going out to do cycling yes and then they would go out and do upper body strength it's probably not worth it you probably need more power in your legs wouldn't you um so, well uh, that's, that's that's my personal view anyway you can you can almost get lost you, almost sometimes you can't see for wood for the trees
0: because there's so much the flip side to the world we live in is there's so much knowledge around you at your fingertips that almost you don't know where to begin and everyone's got a workout they've seen in a magazine or they've seen on social media or they, they know their celebrities doing, or for your sport. If you're into cycling and you go get a cycling magazine, it's full of workouts that you can do and you almost don't know where to start. Um, the real thing is, Uh, One, have an induction and talk to somebody who knows Wherever place you go to. Speak to someone proper uh, who is qualified and knows what they're talking about. Let them, the first thing they should do is ask you some questions about yourself, about your body, about previous injuries you might have, or or reasons why you can't do certain things. Rule that out. Work out what you truly want. A lot of people go to a gym and they don't actually really know how to express what they want to do themselves. Uh, The biggest thing is a lot of people are obsessed with their weight. And they think that jumping on the scales is going to... Or seeing difference on the scales will equate to dress sizes or inch loss on jean sizes or shirt sizes. And that's to do with your body fat composition. So a lot of people will get obsessed about the scales, but not actually be going in the right direction for what they want. So to talk to somebody and really work out what
1: you want to do is the the first starting goal to it. It And and you've got to find the right expert because... I'm not going to sound disrespectful, you know. I don't try and sound disre- disrespectful on the radio, but there's a lot of experts out there, and there's a lot of on chair experts out there. Yeah, yeah, and that's the difference. Again, I think yeah, yeah, totally. That that goes back to again, um,
0: it, it the the downside to being so exposed to so much information is you, you don't really you know the validity of what you're getting. Um, and it's so easy to go and find a workout that you can see visually on any platform youtube facebook uh, instagram or whatever um, you don't know if that's going to work for you you don't know why that person's doing it um, you don't know what that person's body can or, or can't do so you don't know if it's really appropriate for you whereas if you can go and talk to somebody who can get a look at how your body physically moves that's a that's a good start um having someone to look at your posture having someone to look at you actually lift the weights and make sure you're doing it right or make sure you even just make sure your bike's set up uh in a gym um
1: so that you're not going to put excess stress on your knees or anything like that even those are uh, starting blocks for it and the thing is that i think a lot of people don't realize this there's a difference if we're going back to weights and kettlebells or should i say kettlebells yeah. is very much you say, very much a part yeah. of weights there is a difference between weight lifting and weight training and a lot of people don't assume that there's that, yeah there's it, a difference between the two weight well weight lifting's a
0: sport in, in 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 if you're doing olympic weightlifting even in the gym as a workout you you know you're you replicating your movements out of, out of the sport um very useful i mean most athletes weight train um but weight training is
1: really anything where you're lifting a weight so a bicep curl yeah. is weight training or swinging a barbell from side to side around the back of your neck that sort of thing to, yeah. to work on you or doing squats that's, yeah. that's training but like I say weightlifting; it's literally just a case of we'll stick some weight on how much can you carry we'll, we'll get you on the bench we'll see how much you can lift but that's not quite getting you fit that's just showing how how much you, how can, much you can lift yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah and and some people
0: are quite happy to go to a gym and, and want to do that some people are quite happy to go to a gym and just want to see how much weight they can throw on the bench and see who they impress through it and if that's what you want to pay your gym membership for well you know there's no there's no real you know harm in you're not you're not hurting anyone doing that you're probably not going to get the best out of it but uh if you wanted to wait train and get progression and start seeing d- the results from it then again those start start
1: light have a bit of patience and persistence it doesn't doesn't happen overnight and stick with it and you'll get somewhere i think you just hit the nail on the head there that was coming to that pretty much is one of these things that if you're going into the gym don't expect results overnight no it doesn't (laughs) it it doesn't it Um, it doesn't matter what you do whether you're going in there to to do training for like say for things like sponsored walks runs or if you're going out there to do a physical activity that you're probably going in for the Olympics or something
0: it's like everything else Um, it's very easy to see people who put a picture up of their body or or put a post up of their progress and how quick they lose weight and how well they do Um, but you don't see in that picture you don't see what it actually takes to get there um, just like learning a language, just like learning to drive a car, um, you don't you don't just suddenly decide it and take the test. Um, it takes practice, it takes a, a bit of effort um, and um, the, the processes to it aren't amazingly complicated. It's, it's a simple thing. if you want to, to get in shape, the simplicity of it is you need to start being careful about what you eat and start doing some form of exercise. There's, n- there's no real complication about that. That doesn't necessarily make it amazingly easy because we all know that the foods that aren't amazingly good for us tend to taste nice so there's the temptation. <laughs> yeah and when it's cold and it's wet and you don't want to go outside it's harder to go for that run um so just because something's simple doesn't mean it's necessarily obvious or or easy to do and the hard part is just Persisting with it Understanding that it's not going to happen overnight Understanding that it, it takes a bit of time and yeah, 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 it takes It's all
1: things like getting your diet right and, and, yeah. and things like If you if you are doing active sports Because I've seen it myself with a few people When I, when I used to go to the gym uh, When I was doing bike racing and things. Some people go to the gym They go once a week, twice a week, three times a week, whatever And then you probably won't see them for three or four weeks Yeah <laughs> Okay, some of that's probably down to work because someone probably works shifts or all that various things. But some people will think, oh, I went to the gym the other week, I'll be fine. But you've got to keep at atti- it. You've got to keep keep going, and you've got to take that next step. And it, I've always found with anything to do with physical fitness, anything to do with the gym, and I'm going to ask you the question because I'm, I'm basing this on my own opinion. Yeah. it's one of the things if you if you don't keep keep the progress going, all that hard work that you did in, in the first week still isn't going to be there in the fourth week unless you've unless um. you've done something in, in between yeah there's 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 some truth to that but um it's the thing i've learned i've
0: worked in the fitness industry since 2007 and when i first started out i was very very like uh gung-ho about my clients all lose the most weight I, i was very uh almost aggressive about getting results out of people um and as i've got slightly more mature in it um i've kind of realized that some people go to the gym because they enjoy exercise and, and that's their main motivation thing, thing to do it if you want to do it because you need to lose weight, because you're unhealthy because you've had a lifestyle and, and, and you need to be honest with yourself and say I, I really need to get into shape then yeah, you need to have a, a fair level of persistence, if you want to do it because you're trying to get a personal best for your 10 mile run and and you you really committed to it, then you can't take three weeks out yeah. Um, if you want to do it because you're a fireman or you're, you know, you've got a job that's, that's active and, and you're on your feet all day and you need to be in shape. And yeah, there's there's a, a, a more serious reason to go. Um, but um, I I enjoy seeing, I enjoy having developed a product that people like coming to use. And that's my, my biggest motivation. It's nice to see people come and take a look at my venue and go, this is different. This is great. You've got. Climbing ropes, you've got tires, you've got a, a whole outdoor setup, and it's 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 nice. It's nice to have a, a kids' centre there and see people come there with their kids and their kids play uh, while they train, and that that to me is just just as rewarding for me. Even seeing people that, that have lost two stone in whatever time, which, which I've which I've got, um, but I'm more happy with having something that people
1: enjoy using well that's the key thing you've got to enjoy this thing yeah you have to there's there's nothing worse than doing doing exercise and not enjoying it yeah why why because that's the first thing you're going to think oh i'm not enjoying this i'm going to give it all and
0: it shouldn't i think we used to have this no pain no gain attitude that we were kind of drummed into us that it has to hurt and it has to be hard work um it can be fun like exercise can be fun um like uh, taking Taking a dog for a run around a field and throwing a ball for him—it's it's fun, yeah. um, but it's it's still active. It's still
1: exercise. People—it's it's the same with people who do gardening. Yeah, throwing a shovel around, shoveling shoveling oh, yeah. leaves—you can you can, still, you can still get fit and active by doing that. Doing it on a regular basis. Uh, ironically, that's
0: one of the first things you kind of learn when you get into fitness. But there's a difference, you know. There's a, there's a big the first units you learn in any personal training qualification or any fitness instructor qualification, is that uh, one of the biggest focusing points is improving people's health. And to improve people's health, they should elevate their heart rate cumulatively for up to 45 minutes three times a week with activities such as housework or gardening. And that's nearly word for word texting, uh, quoting text from from quite a lot of textbooks on entry levels into fitness. So, yeah, 100 percent getting people out of the garden, getting people walking with their grandkids, getting people doing leisure activities that involve moving the body is one of the best ways to, to start improving people's
1: health. I have got Ollie with me in the studio. We've been talking all things physical fitness, how you can get that little bit little bit more active, I suppose, really. And we've just mentioned about various activities. But, Ollie, there's a few things that you probably haven't mentioned today, so we will open the mic up and say anything else that we missed, anything you want to get across well our listeners today. This is your choice. Um, well, yeah, I think what I'll
0: do is um, spend my time to kind of go through the competitions you can do in kettlebell sports um okay. and sort of go through the the, the events that you can do and, and how people can get into them um so we have um the the main uh disciplines that people can do with it is what's called guy Voice sports as gs which is a, an event called a biathlon so you do two lifts over two 10 minute slots so you would do uh, one kettlebell or two, traditionally two kettlebells, and you do what's called a, like an Olympic jerk set. So you have the, the bells in your rack position, which is where you're, you're holding
1: them, like, like a cross lift. The, yeah, the, the, yeah, the, like what you used
0: to do in weightlifting, a, so, a little bit, like yeah. into the shoulders, into your hips. So so you're in a comfy position, and then you would just press them over your head with a with an Olympic technique, like a double dip, which is where the hips drop and you drop below the, the bells as you press them. And you have a judge that that does if uh, if the reps correct, and you get a point. Per rep, so you have that set. You have 10 minutes. If you can't last for 10 minutes, set and you put the kettlebells down, your score counts, but you can't pick it up again. So you, you're done. You then get a bit of rest while everyone t- normally does their sets, and then you go back round and do your snatch set, which is one kettlebell and it's an Olympic snatch. So it goes through your legs and then straight up into a lockout. Yep. And again, you have a judge that judges it, and then you get a combined score, and that's biathlon. And with them as well, there's something called long cycle which is a 10 minute set and you have two kettlebells additionally and you have to do a clean and then a jerk to get one point so it's a a more movement so it's a a harder rep to perform um and some people kind of think that's kind of the the most difficult exercise to do so there's kind of a uh a feeling that that's kind of like the king lift if you if you get to the top of that you've you've kind of
1: got to it i'm finish. assuming there's sort of like a two minute limit is that everybody's got on on the stage 10 minutes ten, minute. 10 minutes yeah, sorry yeah that's it uh but then there's two other main events there's now kettlebell marathons which is what i
0: sort of found my way into so i was training for biathlons and then i found out about marathons and the marathon is a, a one hour lift so you lift the kettlebell for an hour um or you can do a half marathon with a heavier weight and lift it for half an hour uh, so you only use one kettlebell now um they are bring doubles in but it gets you know, you you're going into quite in depth stuff there that that's pretty recent traditionally you take one kettlebell and you do either a snatch for an hour or a press for an hour like a like a jerk or a cleaning press for an hour yeah um and that's there we have i've kind of sort of found my footing with as I'm, I'm i'm making pretty good progress with that so i've i've got on the amateur stage of won two european golds a world silver a European silver and then I, I qualified as the professional class um, and I won a world bronze in, in 2019 last year in Poland um, and then the, the other event you can also do is a pentathlon which is kind of a bit more interesting because you do five different lifts so if you're not amazingly good at one you can still get into get some good points in another lift yeah so you I'm do that, six with you. minutes with five minutes rest as an event um and the the stages that we have for this is the first thing to do to get people in is we have a grassroots league uh, which people can go on the eka forum for english capital association and find where the next grassroots event is and most gyms do a bit of training for it and you just do five minutes as a, as a break-in so you just do a five minute set rather than a 10 minute set um, and then from there We host national championships So we host in England, Welsh, Irish Scottish and um, Championships and the same Kind of for marathons and And um, And from there you can Attempt to qualify for The England, Welsh, Scottish Irish teams
1: and go into the international Circuits That's um, uh, very, very much one of the things that I think probably A lot of people out there are going to be sitting there now If they're listening and thinking How do we get involved with this? I'll yeah, tell people don't get um, involved. The, the first way in, because we've, there's a
0: handful of gyms across the UK that, that do it, so um, we'll be hosting a, a grassroots competition. But we're just waiting to find our slot, probably in the summer. What I want to do is I want to host it outdoors, so I'll host a five-minute competition, um, hopefully in the, the spring to the summer. Um, but, but if it's something that interests, the first way in is. is go find a a gym that does a a kettlebell class so we do a normal standard kettlebell class on a tuesday at six and you can come you can get taught by you know a a qualified instructor who's got over 10 years experience in in training with them and and training other people with them to pick the kettlebell up safely and start moving it and start using it and start doing the the basic exercises for swings for presses because what i understand is just because i like to to compete doesn't mean everybody else does but if it's a way to to get your hands on a kettlebell safely get a feel for it you don't quite know how well you're going to enjoy it okay so um, go find a gym that has a good class start start lifting the kettlebell start developing a skill in how you hold it and, and start learning all those little tricks and then from there uh, those that are interested in that circuit and in that class we kind of say okay so let's see if you can do this for two minutes non-stop and then from there we just go okay well let's see now if you can do it for three minutes and once you hit the three minute mark and I've had some um, people I, I train a couple of people that are competing to quite a high standard now in the kettlebell sport and they all say that it's once they manage to lift the same bell for three minutes straight it's not a huge jump to five minutes and then once you've done five minutes it's not a huge jump to seven minutes and then you're there pretty much to the 10 minute mark Um, and that's a pretty comfy way to get yourself into it um the 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 main thing people think is when you start hearing about people do it 830 reps and and things like that and you pick a kettlebell up and you think oh this is pretty heavy you kind of think you're so far away from getting to that point but it's a basic exercise it's a basic move you just need to have a bit of patience have a bit of practice and you'll you'll soon pick it up and as the body gets fitter and you get stronger it gets easier and easier this is the cat